Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Search and browse more privately. Download the free DuckDuckGo app today. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. One can't help but be positive. And Newton! The other can't help but be negative. Bleep you, you bleeping bleepity bleep. The only thing they seem to agree on is that they can barely agree on anything. Blah, blah, blah. I'm Andy Hart. I'm not happy about this. It's sports radio for the passionate fan. What's up, Nick? And grumpy dad in all of us. That is just so stupid. Fitzy and Hart. Yes, I've been listening, Andy. On Boston Sports Original. I like the way Andy Hart does it. Might have Nick just take over. W-E-E-I. Cam Newton! <laughs> That's my <Sucks>. favorite. <laughs> Andy, wow. I know. Bleep you, you bleeping bleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bleep. <laughs> That's me at a baseball field. <laughs> Have you been rung up coaching anything recently, by the way? No, and to be honest with you, uh, I've been very good lately, and that at a lacrosse tournament yesterday, I watched some unruly fans of another team. It was one of those situations where there's like 10 fields, so my back was to them watching their field, <laughs> and I heard they were chirping the whole game, and I heard the ref yell, you can shut up or you can leave, and a father yelled back, you can't tell me to shut up and I ain't moving. <laughs> I laughed out loud. I enjoyed the back and forth. <laughs> Good for you. It's so hard, so freaking difficult to like maintain decorum and discretion at, at games like that when like kids start chirping at you and you yep. want to say something, but maybe their dad is there and you don't know if his dad has some mouthy friends or or a couple guys that want to meet you. In the, yeah, you never know. Like, yeah, it, it's so difficult, especially you know when it gets down to like you know I know you're coaching like you're coaching you know teenage kids and like guys you know. Oh, oh, men in bloom, if you will, mm. versus mm. like, you know, I'm coaching like T-ball or just like first level coach pitch. And you still have like dads that are just like out there just like, what are you doing? Come on. You got to run that out. Hey, that's an out. I saw we had the ball over there first. Like, guy, they're seven. Like they right. still sometimes they need help wiping. They're just <laughs> they're just yep. transitioning from milk to juice at lunch. Relax. My God. But it's a uh, it's a crazy world, and certainly on you know I was at like a summer whatever you want a club team lacrosse tournament. I know a lot, the team I was actually watching getting fights with the refs was a Long Island team, and I know they take lacrosse very serious down there, and they traveled a long way to get to UMass Amherst. But uh, 
yeah, there's a lot of uh, unnecessary energy, shall we say, uh, mm-hmm. at a lot of these sporting events these days. And it's a minefield that we all have to, because don't get me wrong, everybody thinks I would never starts that. out right, by the way. Whenever, yeah. you, whenever you start something with don't get me wrong, it doesn't go well. But. but everybody acts like they would never do X, they would never say Y, they would never do anything but sit there, and, and, and then you get there. And whether it's you, the mood you're in, the day you had, the person next mm-hmm. to you, the energy of the, the game, the building, the court, anybody can be uh, dragged into youth mm-hmm. sports idiocy, I believe. I believe anybody can be. Yeah, it just depends on the level of passion, uh, the patience and commitment you may have to behaving like a, a decent human being in the first place. Uh, however, one of the things that uh, one way you could sort of point to it is like the misguided energy, if you will, that people just have in general, let yeah. alone when they're not guiding it towards things that they should normally in sports, like the professional teams that you root for, that you are a fanatic of, uh, the teams that you that you love and are so loyal and, and impassioned over. And if they haven't given you a reason to be so passionate and to be so fired up recently, then maybe it ends up, you know, your frustrations with life and everything else, instead of being taken out at the pitch or the stadium or the ballpark or the field, get taken out in youth sports and wherever else. And that's a shame. You should be fired up about your football team. You should be fired up about your professional baseball team. You should not be yelling at other dads at Little League fields or lacrosse tournaments uh, in Western Mass where people are cooking in the sun for 10 hours at a time like yourself yesterday. Speaking of that football team that people should be impassioned over, uh, once again, Andy, of course, we have to now turn our attention to the latest in D-Hop Watch. Uh, This morning, Mike Reese in his weekly ESPN column this week titled Patriots Take Rare Risk by Drafting Kicker-Punter Duo in Same Year. Holy smokes, if there's ever been an indication that it is early to the middle of July when we we lead off a Mike Reese column talking special teams, an area that I am always comfortable trafficking in, of course. I'm very interested, but the average fan may not. There is confirmation in item number three, D-Hop Update. Key points on where things stand with free agent receiver DeAndre Hopkins, according to sources close to the situation, are as follows. Tennessee Titans and Patriots have both made offers. The Titans have been more aggressive to this point, and Hopkins hasn't been in a rush to sign. One reason for Hopkins to wait a bit longer is to leave open the possibility of another team entering the mix, potentially increasing his market. Uh, he goes on to add, if it remains between the Titans and Pats, one question Hopkins might have to ask himself is which team gives him a better chance to cash in on incentives and maximize his earnings, given his proven production in Bill O'Brien's offense from their time with the Texans. Perhaps that could give New England an edge. All this guy is doing now at this point. See, DeAndre, we were talking yesterday. Hopkins' fatigue is starting to set in a little bit with me now. Like, yeah. just sign. Like, look, Kansas City doesn't have the money right now. If he's basically just sort of waiting around, hoping another team finds a way to kick in another couple million dollars, he can get some more catches. And may I, if he wants a, a shot at the championship, great. You know what the Tennessee Titans are offering. You know who coaches the Patriots. We all know how much you love him. Either sign the deal now or like, let's just move on to an, acquiring another asset or just doing something different. Uh, it, it's freaking exhausting. It, honestly, it, like how many, how long have we been discussing this for, dude? Months. And the thing that I find funny is now the thing that we first questioned as to a reason why D Hop might not want to come to New England 
has become the reason he's going to become coming to New England potentially, Bill O'Brien. Right? That's what Mike Reese mm-hmm. is writing. Like the allure of Bill O'Brien and knowing his offense and the success he's had previously in his offense might be the deal maker. Whereas when we started this whole thing, when he was going to be trade available by the Cardinals, everybody thought, well, Bill O'Brien, New England, could that be a deal breaker? Because the way it went south and he traded him and the whole thing in, in Houston. So we really have now sort of uh, talked about or analyzed every part of this. And I'm with you. I, at this point, I don't care. Either be a Patriot or don't be a Patriot. I just want to move on. I want to know, is Mac throwing to you, or is Mac going to build better relationships with Juju mm-hmm. and Bourne and the other guys? Because it's not that I don't want him here. I'd love to have him come to the Patriots. Same. The one thing, my, my latest and greatest pre-vacation tweet was the idea, you know what this smells a lot like is the the uh, Chad Ochocinco, Johnson, whatever you want to call that experiment where Belichick lusted after a Hall of Fame caliber receiver finally got him. It didn't work. Now that was Tom Brady. And the guy was older, but some of the you know, numbers are almost similar. And I also compared it from a Tennessee perspective to uh, Julio Jones. Like mm-hmm. there's definitely some cautionary tales of these very good to great wide receivers that you've mm-hmm. maybe liked from afar for a long time. And then you finally get an oh, yeah, he's not really the guy he used to be five years ago, and it doesn't work. But I'd love to find out. I'd still love to find out if what D-Hop would be with Mac Jones, with Bill O'Brien, and the Patriot offense. But at this point, he doesn't love you, right? He's not committing. This that, is like yeah, that, kids. That's what's pissing me off, exactly. And I don't think he's going to show up here, by the way, and be like Steven Seagal in a Russian judo exhibition bad. Like, whoa, this is what we're paying you for? Uh, those listening who ever saw that viral video years ago understand the reference. I'll try to find it during the break as well and share it. But yeah, if you got that reference, please call in 617-779-7937. Uh, we'll leave one line available that maybe all we'll need for that. <laughs> um, yeah, like it's it's clear that it's not like I'm di- like Bill Belichick has told me he wants me to play for him. He has offered me money. I love that man. Like, no, he just wants the most money. That's it. That's it. I mean, he just wants, yeah. and maybe if there's a chance to win a championship, Mac Jones, eh, okay, I'll play for him, I guess. Tannehill, uh, Levis, uh, all right, I guess maybe if that's my only option. Like, it's any at all, like, sex appeal or excitement that there was to this a couple weeks ago has Gone. petered out over the course of the last few weeks with his patience uh, and pragmatic approach to trying to increase his market. I guess that's his right and prerogative now that he's a free agent. Uh, but I'm getting, like, really 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 um like I, i'm getting like really antsy over the idea of just like an offense that's kind of like stalling out stalling out right now like they they need to make plans andy they need to pivot to dalvin cook and reconfigure the offense that way and i want to get your thoughts on that in a couple minutes when we come back as well but like it's just frustrating that teams want are telling this guy they want him on the program and he's just fiddling around like, well, maybe there'll be another million dollars or two somewhere out there. I mean, I, I, I can get you 1,500 yards. I'll make life easy for everyone. Like, fine, then just call the Pats up and say, give me another million dollars and let's do this. Yeah, I, I just, the, the money aspect is bothering. With, actually, with kind of both of these guys, and I know it's a business, and I know it's always about the money on some level, but the, the Dalvin Cook, when he tried to say, ah, oh, yeah, D-Hop's like me, we both want to win. Like, no, you don't. You want money. You're prioritizing money, and I'm fine with that. I actually just be really open about it. But the the talking stage, you know how kids, you're like, hey, is that your girlfriend? No, we're not going out. We're just talking. And you're like, oh, I don't really know what that means. What does just talking mean? You're not official. 
That's what this feels like, and it's really drawn out. And you know what that means? She doesn't really like you that much. If you're in mm-hmm. the talking phase forever, if you're in the friend zone forever, then there's no magnetism there. So move on. I'm with you. Let's move on. Did I hear Fitzy kind of say move on from D-Hop? Was that kind of a move on? Let's move on. Yes, it was. Okay. Yeah, I agree with, with you. Yesterday. Good. Let's move on. Screw Six. D-Hop. We don't need you. Well, I mean, we kind of do, but we're going to pretend we don't. 617-779-7937. We are moving on from D-Hop. And when we come back, I'm going to throw a stat at Andy that I read earlier this week that has had my head spinning, and I wonder if there's any way we could possibly, just possibly, make it apply to the New England Patriots in 2023. Plus, though we are not able to be joined by our friend Mike Giardi because he is somewhere with a rum swizzle in hand, he did offer up some interesting words on a website about how the Patriots' defense might approach the gauntlet that they will be facing the first four weeks of the season. And yes, We will discuss non-QB MVP options for the 2023 Patriots. And guess what, Andy? The NFL lines are out, and they have moved this week. I have an idea. Let's play a fun new segment. I don't think anyone has done it in podcasting or radio. Let's play Guess the Lines. Ooh, I like it. Let's do (laughs) lines next on Six Rings. Fitzy and Hart do lines next. Hey, that's what you get for putting us on the radio 900 days in a row. That's right, especially me fresh off of vacation hey you know what if they're doing lines at the white house then we can do lines here Hell on the yeah. radio. <laughs> all right let's catch you up on everything else in boston sports here's stiz trending now your home of the socks now here's what's trending on weei and nick when we get back don't throw the stat to andy just read it to him no throwing in the yeah. studio okay it'll hurt the yeah. red Sox beat the athletics yesterday at fenway park 10 to 3 Following a week in which he saw his wife deliver the couple a baby girl, James Paxton allowed two earned runs or fewer for the eighth time in his 10 starts. Jaron Duran added to his stats with a single, a double, a homer, a stolen base, three runs, and three ribbies. The A's will look to avoid getting swept when the third and final game of the series will take place later today at Fenway Park. First pitch at 135. Taylor Scott will take the mound for your Boston Red Sox as the team has gone 25 and 22 at home and 47 and 43 overall. Don't forget, we'll have all the action for you right here on the Shaw's and Star Market WEI Red Sox Network. Shaw's perfecting the art of fresh. Mark Dondero will get you ready for the game starting at 1235 with the Mass Mutual pregame show, Mass Mutual Insurance Planning Investments. And despite Miami remaining his most logical destination, rumors continue to circulate surrounding the Patriots' possible interest in acquiring Dalvin Cook. Per ESPN's Jeff Darlington, the Dolphins still remain interested in acquiring Cook's services and currently have a contract offer to him on the table. While Cook remains interested in Miami, he is seemingly not willing to commit to the Dolphins' current proposal. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Fitzy and Hart after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now, we're right back to it. Bitsy and Hart on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Some throwback vibes on that one, Stanley. Well done. That song still as popular in my house as when that audio was taken six years ago. It's Fitzy and Hart, your two-nation army at war as always, with each other, talking sports, firing you up on a Sunday. And you can holler in 617-779-7937 is the number. On the table, the Celtics, the Red Sox, Otani, Patriots, and more. Before we get to our next little six-ring style Pats element, we go to the phones, and we welcome in Jay, who's currently sunning his buns down in lovely Newport. What's up, Jay? What's up, guys? Um, so I'll play the Otani game with you. All right. And um, the, fir- the first step that is uh, – they're the favorites to land Yamamoto, which mm-hmm. you know would be another Otani friend and teammate to go along with Yoshida. So that could be an incentive. But mm-hmm. I hate to break it to you. They're going to come for your number one asset. And if you want a deal for Otani, you're going to have to give up Bayo. There's no way around it. And you can't say no. How can you say no? You can't. He if has you want... to be included in any deal. Ooh. Ooh, that's okay. Interesting. So if you wanted to deal for him mid-season to not – I mean, you're not you're, – you're just basically – Jay, if you're trying to get Otani now, then basically what you're trying to do is secure a first crack at re-signing him and setting the setting the records for the biggest contract in MLB history, which I think Andy and I and pretty much everyone else who goes to Friendly Fenway would probably be all in favor for. But to do right. so and by it, but to do so by giving up somebody like Bayo, your baby your baby Pedro, who looks phenomenal now, oof, that's a steep price. Wait, this is I know it's steep. Um, it would have to come with the stipulation that the the extension is in order, and mm. I don't think you can say no. If if you're guaranteed to sign them long term, you you're got, they want your number one asset. There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. There's no way around it. They yeah, want bail. Yeah, I agree, and it's probably Good much point, more. Jay. Thanks for the call, bud. I mean, you're probably talking Bayo, maybe Mayor, like Ugh. multiple. That's your team high in the future, end. Andy. 
Yeah, so is Otani if you're going to give him eight years and $800 million, whatever the hell the deal would be. No, I mean, it's a huge investment. You're not getting him for nothing. I know we have these mm-hmm. these dream trades and, you know, you give up very little and you get the best. It's not going to happen. And I agree with the last part. You don't do the deal if it doesn't come with an extension. You don't rent Otani and give up whatever the hell you'd have to give up to get him. It would all it'd be all-inclusive on a, agreeing to a long, long lucrative contract. Yeah, I, th- I, I've said before, th- I think the Red Sox, Fenway Sports Group, don't just I wouldn't just kowtow to the idea that maybe he's on the West Coast or that the Yankees are going to make the biggest offer. Uh, you know, don't just seed him to the Dodgers or the Yankees or the Mets at this point. Get creative. Do everything under the sun you possibly can to convince him that he's going to have his best life, and that he's going to be a star here. And again, like I would have Yoshi uh, FaceTiming him every single day like, hi, just another reminder that I'm having a great time here and the fans love me and we got something going on and you would be the biggest thing to come here. Like you could join. Look at like look, look people like Pedro Martinez, Manny Ramirez, but especially David Ortiz, people that have come here and won their stars forever. Like I know you can the same can be said in a lot of other places like but Boston does an incredible job of whenever somebody comes to town and wins, of hoisting them up above others on the shoulders of the city and forever being grateful and you know never taking for granted how much joy that they brought them. And I think if Otani comes here, oh, man, I, I, the, the, his level of celebrity would be easily the bit, probably the biggest thing since Gronk and Brady. Maybe even Yeah, but he can achieve that anywhere. He, he, you need him more than he needs you. He's already a Fair global point. celebrity. He's already a global icon. He is. Mm-hmm. Remember when Gillette did that thing a few years ago when it was, like, it was like Brady and Federer? Like they tried to do global icons as their marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. He is a global, curating, sky high kind of guy. That yeah, would would he be fine in Boston, beloved, embraced? Yes, he's going to be emblo- uh, uh, embraced and beloved anywhere. Embloved. Embloved is a new word. Maybe I'll make up. It's embraced and beloved. Yes. Embloved. Embloved. <laughs> that sounds kind of dirty, though. <laughs> sounds like you'd look it up on the Urban Dictionary and go, I don't want to know what it is. No. Ew. No, no, no. But no, he, he. you need him more than he needs you. You yeah. are a last place baseball team. I know they're winning. Last place mm-hmm. baseball team who has had a couple losing seasons, one surprise winning season, but you're looking for a foundational piece to add to a couple other foundational pieces. He is... The most unique, hottest free agent to be on the planet. I mean, he is, this is LeBron James esque free agency. That's how big a superstar he is. So, yeah, the trade. I mean, the best case scenario would be if you somehow could just allow him to get to free agency with the confidence that you're going to sign him. That way you don't have to give up these core building blocks. If you can just throw money at Otani. Mm-hmm. But it's a dangerous game to play because, A, somebody might throw more money or, B, somebody could trade for him before then and throw money at him. And then you lose out on the opportunity. I would give him I'd give him a piece of Nesson. I would give him a piece of the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, racing, uh, whatever other sports properties. They it doesn't matter. I would. How legal I, do you think that is? I know nothing about Major League Baseball and their probably CBA very and, illegal. <laughs> Do illegal things to get him. So Fine. we're advocating Whatever. I don't hate it. I don't is, hate it. Is New England winning if we aren't trying to cheat? Come on. Borrow, borrow from the best. It's true. Going back to the good old days with Red, right? Everybody mm-hmm. around here built a legacy of winning based on 
what do they call it? Sportsmanship or, uh, you know, gray areas of the game. I like to call it work in the. I like to call it work in the angles. Okay, so they should work the. I'm. Hey, if you can do it for that, if you can, all proceeds from Nesson three sixty go to Shohei and all uh, jersey no sales. One, he's not going to get very much. Well, yeah, I'm hoping that he'll you know increase the subscriptions to said app via a global uh, draw. Okay, well. For- Fair thought. In the and you're right. If now, he we... buys that, I got a bridge for him down the Cape. Maybe yeah. he can uh, get a twofer deal. Uh, we, can, uh, we can tell you what. We'll rename the Bourne and the Sagamore, the Shohei and the Otani. How about that? Hey. It... <laughs> Am I the only one that's always been worried that a bridge that people question how long it should still be standing is called a Sagamore? Yeah. <laughs> when bridges a Sagamore, they fall a more. Mm-hmm. And, that's Thanks, where, and, and it's on the Cape where problems are born. We go now over oh, to... Oh, bada-bing! Watch They're out, baby. They're sandwiched in there. You two are on <laughs> fire. Uh, yeah. There's probably a mashpee joke in there someplace, but I don't have time to workshop. No, I mean it. You guys are on fire. Like, dump water on yourselves, please. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was in mashpee at the fabulous Knockabout Brewery over the weekend, though, uh, earlier this week. Fantastic drops time. more brewery names than anybody I've ever no, I, heard. Because Jeez. I did a show. Yeah, you already give you free beer. It's enough. No, they didn't. I performed there. It was a great time. Beautiful area. Don't spend enough time up there. We'll, we'll you get performed to that later. there. Hour number not three. funny. Would you see? 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 You have to come. See? You have to come back and just be a dink. You have to come back and just be a jerk about it. Yeah, I could tell you how uninteresting contract. I find the majority of everything you do, but I choose not to because I, unlike yourself, have class. No, you don't. And. In, in this case, you know, speaking of class and elegance, uh, here's you know what, Andy, you know what you get for being a dick? Here's Stephen Fall River. Oh, um, no. Andy, 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 get back in the game, man. It's called gamesmanship. Yeah, you that's know, what I meant, that, gamesmanship. That's the term you were fumbling for. That's but true. you're still on vacation. True. You can come up with Dave Wallabaugh with just the cue. Uh, he was a late-round pick and left in the free agent expansion draft of the Cleveland Browns. That's what you're on your game. That's you can't right. come up with games the ship is just a long vacation. That's right. Uh, Shoei Otani, I've heard, I do want to talk about the Patriots for a second, but Shoei Otani, you're going to, people are bandying around, pay him like a frontline pitcher, pay him like a, like a frontline uh, hitter, and blah, blah, blah. You can't do that. It's one player. Too much risk. He gets 1.5 or whatever those two numbers are, That's not going. double. Am I turning here? Yes, and it's a bad investment to put all your eggs in one basket. If your whole uh, team is revolving around getting this guy in some kind of lottery, and like the previous call said, you may have to give something up and not wait for free agency, I'm not for it. Because I've seen most of these long-term signings turn out to be a boondoggle. We already know the San Diego Padres are going to regret they're lousy defensive shortstop and weak hitting uh, shortstop they signed to 11 years. Why people are still pining about missing that guy who never got a – you can't tell me the big hit he's ever gotten in the playoffs. So I'm never against that long signing. I'm on young guys, this Bello, Bayo, whatever his name is. How did they, they acquire him? If they drafted him, great. Heim's doing the right thing. I'm sure all the Patriots – I'm sure all the Red Sox uh, – Limited owners are very happy about that. Bring up your young talent, build a team from the draft. I'm always for that. Which leads me now to this sweepstakes for DeAndre Hopkins. How about DeAndre Hopkins doesn't want to come here because he sees the Patriots are 31st in the league in spending. I don't know who's below them. Who's below them? The Packers? Who the hell's 32? I mean, 
what is this guy going to do? How many, how much is he going to move the needle? How much is DeAndre Hopkins going to move the needle with Bill O'Brien? Can somebody tell me that? Can somebody theorize? What do you mean by, by move the needle? Is he worth two wins? Are you talking about numbers? Like yeah, yeah, there you go. No, no, there you go. Exactly. What's this guy worth in wins on the win column? There are seven 1. and a half 5. right now in Las Vegas. What? 1.5. I think, I think, I think that's, that's reason, wildly high, but probably mm-hmm. the most realm you could get. But now you're going to tell me Bill O'Brien's worth 1.5. So now they I'll got tell you O'Brien's wins, worth more. You, Steve, I believe Bill O'Brien is no, worth he's more. Not. No, he's not. Okay, Over. so why is okay? I, I okay, I understand that. But mm-hmm. I there's two things that have been brewing up here at social media. The Patriots have a top five defense, and the Jets aren't going to go up that much with Aaron Rodgers. Well, guess what? <laughs> there's more. There's more, there's more proof that a top-flight quarterback will move the needle. See Drew Bledsoe and the Buffalo Bills when he went over there in 2002. Five more wins. See Peyton Manning to the Denver Broncos when they got run out of Gillette Stadium with, the, with, with, the, with Jesus Christ there at quarterback. Same team. Next thing you know, they got 11 more wins. Some, we let a guy go. Tom Brady puts five wins up. Top-flight quarterbacks. Top five, top ten quarterbacks are worth five wins. So if Rodgers is still top five, he'll get them three or four. And look who he's replacing. This guy was killing the New York Jets. They have a very talented roster. We mm-hmm. make things up here to feel good. We're a top five. We might be a top five defense, but one of our corners who's never started before might not be on the team. You're supposedly number one corner who's never started a season is, is, is in limbo, might go to jail, and we're somehow going to be in the top five. It's ludicrous. I don't think you get three wins between the other two guys, with the, for the two people we mentioned, the coach and, and Hopkins. Maybe you get a win. Maybe combined you get a win. Repeat, maybe combined you get a win. That's the expert analysis that you've received for free. Tell Mike Giotti to stay home. I'll come on again next week. Have a <laughs> okay, we day. look forward to that. Make sure you go yeah, left right. up ahead at the mobile station. See you, all Steve. Right. Thank you very much, Steve. The expert analysis brought to you by Steve, who believes he was on the Harbor One Hotline as a special guest, uh, one of our favorite callers here in the program. I, 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 refuse, I, I refuse to buy into the idea that Bill O'Brien won't be worth at least one, if not two extra wins above replacement or whatever way you care to statistically posit the idea that having an offensive coordinator that doesn't get in the way of the success of the team and actually knows what he's doing, has a degree of competence and creativity about him as well, spaces his receivers out, and doesn't telegraph his calls will help. But I do agree with Steve, and I've gotten pushback from it from a number of people who are still taking odd comfort in the idea that the Jets will continue to be the Jets, even though the Jets showed you last year that if they could just not have uh, a quarterback or the three three of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Statistically speaking, they were the worst quarterback room, not just last year, maybe one of the worst quarterback rooms in the last 15 years in the NFL with even reasonably competent, let alone high-level quarterback play. The Jets are going to be a problem. Every team in the AFC East is going to be a problem, which is why, though he's telling you he only wants to come here for money and not because he loves the coach and not because he believes in the team, you do need to continue to show patience in the face of DeAndre Hopkins' fickleness, and you need to stay involved in the Dalvin Cook sweepstakes as well. The latest on that being that he has officially been offered a contract 
According to Jeff Darlington, I believe, of ESPN, he has been offered a contract but is not comfortable with the terms and won't be signing it anytime soon, thereby basically just telegraphing out to the Jets, out to the Patriots and others, hey, I'm available. If you want me, you can have me for the right price. Personally, I'd be way into getting him. I want to I want to outline why I would be into that case. But first, we have another Steve calling. He's actually on the Cape, and he would like to uh, counterpoint some of the previous Steve's points. Hi, Steve on the Cape. I don't even know where to begin. Did that kid... <laughs> That guy get dropped on his head. Did his parents not love him? I mean, who wouldn't want Shohei? You give him everything. All of it. And um, all of it. And um, I don't even understand what the hell he's talking about. Like, he calls in all the time. He's uh, he's actually kind of entertaining. But um, Yeah, it's train wreck. Yeah, to me, sometimes, you know, Steve, as, as the person who can say yes or no to any of the calls, the second I saw on the call sheet that it said Steve on the Cape says Stephen Fall River is an idiot, I was like, well, this will make for great counter-programming to what Steve just said. Some days I'm not interested necessarily in his mini podcasts and his rants and raves, and sometimes I actually don't mind if he chums the water with terrible takes because it gives us something to chew over and then gives you an opportunity to call in and share your thoughts as well. Yeah, well, um, I don't. I'm just. I'm kind of flabbergasted. I don't even know what the hell to say because um, I had some other point, and like I'm just now. I'm like going, oh, what the hell am I going to talk about now? But um, yeah, East Ham on the Cape, it's great, and uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Okay, Steve. <laughs> thanks for the call. All right, other Steve. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. That's what. Look what. Now we've got callers. Blo- now we've got caller on caller. I wouldn't call it caller on caller crime. No, no, no. I would befuddlement. Caller on yes. caller befuddlement. And if you have, imagine if Steve on the Cape is calling in, expressing his bewilderment and befuddlement. Again, a lot of bees on the program today. Yep, to be weak. Uh, yep. Uh, we're on. Yeah. Well, it just it, it'll be what it'll be. Uh, with with all of that, with all these callers now calling in to express their bewilderment and befuddlement, imagine how the rest of the audience feels as well. Sometimes it's a good idea. They say as a host, just imagine what the audience is feeling. Though we have to remain. True to our take and belief as well. All right, let's pay some bills. When we come back, we will get into that stat that I teased out earlier. We'll talk a little Dalvin Cook. Maybe he's the one who could come in and make a difference on the offense. Cook or Hopkins, your pick audience, Andy, your pick as well. We'll get to that when we come back. 617-779-7937. If your name is Steve, if you're on the Cape, or if you just want to talk to your old pals, Fitzy and Hart here on WEI. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. WEI. We are right back to Bitsy and Hart. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Quarter to 12 on a summer Sunday here on WEI. What's up, everybody? Fitzy and Hart in the house. 617-779-7937 is your telephone number. Each and every time we try to talk Patriots because that's how we live and that's how we do. 
you guys want to talk a little socks because, well, maybe the team is reasonably compelling or you have opinions on the way the season is going now or how you'd like it to go. But one thing is I know you want to see a certain someone who's currently playing on the left coast take his talents to the right coast and play for the right team. Otani son in the house, on the line, people calling from all over this actual New England and the nation, Red Sox nation. Hugh is in Connecticut right now. Wants to talk a little show. Hey, what's up, Hugh? Hey, what's going on? Long-time listener, second-time caller. It's been a while. Ah, well, thank um, you. Appreciate that. Hugh, what's going on, my man? Well, I love your show. I love you guys. I love your analysis. So my apologies for what I'm about to say, but I I think your your proposal for Otani doesn't hit the mark. And here's why. Otani is way better than Bellow Plus. That's without a doubt. But you're all you're talking about a half a year of Otani for five years of Bellow plus the other prospects. And the reason why I say that is if you look back over the last couple of years in baseball, I feel that the return in trades at the deadline for rentals isn't what it used to be. Now I think it's gonna be a crazy return for Otani, but I just don't I don't want to give up Bellow for him. And I also agreed with Steve too in that it, there's a huge risk in putting all that eggs in one basket because if Otani's your star pitcher and your star hitter at the same time. I'm comfortable throwing money at him. If I was the Sox, I would like to hold on to guys like Bello and Mayer and the rest of the prospects, and I would bank on him hitting free agency, and I'd, I'd throw all the money at the world at him. That I can get on board with. So um, that's all I have to say. I'll hang up and I'll listen to you guys talk. Thank you. Appreciate- oh, whoa. Things were getting crazy at Hughes' house. Whoa. Blowing uh, up. Blood. They, didn't, they didn't care for that take in the background. Well, I mean, I, and a lot of people I don't think want to see the Red Sox make an effort to trade for him because all that does buy you. I mean, listen, you, you have no idea what in what you might give up this season, what he could possibly do for you. Uh, I, I don't I don't I think the Angels will probably try to hold on to him for as long as they can just because of the attraction and whatever gate and revenue they may be able to generate from this multi-generational talent playing alongside Mike Trout, who's obviously a little dinged up himself these days. The fact that they've never been able to surround them with the right team or put together the chemistry uh, to be able to make a team like that work with such stars. It does kind of show you, though, when you put all your eggs in two or maybe three particular baskets and don't surround them with supporting talent or what you really need to win baseball or just win professional sports. It is a bit of a cautionary tale as well, because there isn't honestly anything that that guy can't do on the team. Pardon my in the sport, rather. Pardon my double negative. Uh I, I think the Red Sox should get as creative as they are legally allowed and offer as much money as they think they should, and then they should probably add to it as well. Because I, I, don't, think it's, I don't think it's wrong, as we, were, as we were positing before, to say this will be the single biggest free agent sweepstakes in modern American sports. I think this, honestly, minus the horrific programming, uh, a choice I know that LeBron... Uh, regrets at this point now if you just go read the the great bio by jeff benedict on lebron uh they had no idea how bad that show was going to go minus the decision this will be the biggest free agent sweepstakes i believe in the history of american sports well i don't i don't see how you can let it get to free agency didn't we just watch the red sox do this with a much lesser asset in xander bogarts how do you mismanage it and get nothing in return like don't if you're the angels and you're you either need to sign him or trade him you can't allow him to walk in free agency. I just don't understand how that makes good business sense on any level. So that's where you get the idea of teams injecting themselves into the conversation early. Now, obviously, I just want to make two things clear. I believe the only downside is the 
um, all your eggs in one basket. If you lose Otani, you lose your best hitter and your best pitcher all at once. It's like losing two players, the two most important players on your team. That That's a factor. That's a thing. Um, it's balanced out by the fact that he is that valuable. He essentially gives you two players for one roster spot. The, the other thing is, I think we're all saying you only do the deal if you have a, uh, a contract in place. You only trade for him. Forget about what the specific details of a trade would be. Bayo, Mayer, others, whatever. You only do it if you have an agreement in place that he's signing a $700 million contract with you and he is not hitting free agency. You do not rent Otani to gut your farm system. No, you don't know, because that would be an even worse Stupid. decision than the Angels actually letting him go and not getting anything for him as well. If they continue to, and I know they have a sub-500 record now because they have hit the skids the last couple of weeks. Again, Otani, I believe, had a blister for a little bit, and now Mike Trout's out, and you know they've never been able to get uh, Anthony. You know, they haven't gotten what they wanted out of Rendon, who they signed for a ridiculous amount of money after that Washington Nationals World Series win. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be faced over the next couple of weeks. They have a massive, massive consideration. Do they trade the greatest player of all time? And do they go for a Herschel Walker-style reset? Thing was, Herschel Walker wasn't the 125th the player Shohei Otani was, uh, is, and will continue to be. Back to Florida we go, extending Red Sox Nation, not Rendon Nation, Red Sox Nation, down to the Sun Belt. It's David in Florida. Hello, David. Good morning again. You know, I actually meant to bring this up yesterday, but here's my deal for for Otani. Yeah, I do want, like you said, first of all, it definitely contingent upon them signing him for an additional at least five years. But I wouldn't, I would hold out on on um, Bayou or whatever his name is. But how about Devers as a centerpiece? Devers, and then I would either throw in. Um, I also want to try and hold out on um, on um, the shortstop, the Rick um, Meyer. But I would Marcelo include him. Well, you can't hold out yeah, on everything if you're trading for the greatest player in the history of the sport. You want to offer Grant so Williams and Peyton Pritchard? Sedan, um, the other the other top rookie, Sedan um, Rafaela. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to be asking for multiples. They're going to be asking yeah, for multiples, so would, whatever your top five so what, prospects do are. Dev, do you think Devers would have a more no. attractive – Centerpiece no. be a more attractive centerpiece than Bayou? No. 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 Uh, if I'm going to spend upward, so Devers' contract is for three whatever. So why wouldn't yeah. if I'm going to spend that kind of money? Why wouldn't I sign my guy who I think is better? Yeah. Well, I mean Devers and um and Trout back to back. Yeah, Otani and Trout back to back. Yeah, but the thing with the, the one downside with Otani that worries me is just injury. Because, I mean, when you're, when you're pitching had, and hitting. I will say, sorry to interrupt, David. He has already had Tommy John surgery. So you're not you're you're not likely to see. That. Yeah, he did. He missed a year already with the Angels. And when he came All back, right, he well, still was hitting bombs before he could pitch again. I mean, this guy, and, is, this, he's and built also, different. And what about longevity? I mean, if he, I mean, I mean, he's, still, he's just going to tire very, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how long is, how long is he been playing already? Three years? Yeah, he's oh, 29. So what was it? How long? He's, well, he's 29. But how long has he been playing in the league? MLB? Uh, I feel like he's been here five years now. Four or five years. All right, so then maybe he's got a... Uh, so you can project oh, him for maybe another 
maybe 10 years after, if, if we're lucky, maybe 15. Well, what ends up happening, uh, David, is, what, ha- what ends up happening, David, and thank you for the call, what ends up happening is these major league deals now because of, I want to I trace it back, uh, dare I say, it's, uh, there's a Pujolsian clause to all of this where he got the first deal uh, or one of those first deals where uh, 10 years was on the table and it was way too much money for him to turn down even though he wanted to stay with the Cardinals. He goes to the Angels. And then what you end up getting is just diminished returns on the end on those final years, and you need someone to retire so that the contract becomes null and void, or you have to somehow figure out a buyout or trade them away. It's di- it's difficult, but now you're not going to get. It's crazy how these players. Uh, I now I sound like uh, an out of touch boomer version of Christopher Walken. It's crazy how these players, how all these guys want these ten, eleven, twelve year deals, as opposed to extending like. For example, Bogarts, he's not going to give 11 years of gold glove caliber, all-star level, defense, offense, and more to the San Diego Padres. He's already a little dinged up and not having the greatest year overall now, but I'm still a long-term believer in bogey. Why wouldn't you want the money? Just because these Major League Baseball contracts are guaranteed, just pay me more over a shorter period of time. Why do I need 10- and 12-year job secure? Uh, Devers, 11 for 330. Like you couldn't just do... You couldn't just do nine for you know three for three thirty or whatever it was. I don't understand why the need to extend it and diminish average annual value, but bloat the contracts. Well, I mean, I think there's always been an argument for that. I would certainly advocate for that. If you said I can get Shohei Otani at four years and four hundred million dollars, I would do that in a heartbeat. Pay him a hundred million dollars a year. You're not going to get it. They're looking at the total value. Um, and we had a caller earlier that talked about the um, uh, the 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 bar setting uh, nature of Major League Baseball contracts. And mm-hmm. remember the the famous one with the Red Sox was Jonathan Papelbon openly talked about hitting free agency, having having the um, the 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 need for the future players and generations that he it rested on his shoulders to reset the market and help future players by pushing numbers upwards in his contract and i think there is a fraternal strength and brotherhood that that's why they're so powerful major league baseball players players union and that's why contracts have gone so crazy and they get everything that they do get um and and that's just the nature of the deal the big deal is 12 years plus and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars whether we like it or not and it's the cost of doing business and you you know the owners probably look at other teams you know how everybody in the NFL bitches about Deshaun Watson's contract and the Browns screwed everybody well they are kind of a one off the way they they did that deal was kind of a one off in baseball there's lots of one offs it's occasionally the Yankees, it's occasionally the Red Sox, it's occasionally the Padres that all lift it. They're willing to go, I'll go 11 for Bogarts, and everybody else goes, you're an idiot, why'd you do that? You ruined it for the rest of us. But the shoe is always on you know, a handful of you know, six or eight different teams' foot at various times, and the shoe will be on somebody's foot. They will go higher, they will go longer, just to acquire Shohei Otani. And that's, that's the bidding nature, that's free agency. You overpay. You, that's just the reality of the the way it all works. Hell, don't we see it in the housing business for the last X number of years? Uh, this house went on the market for four hundred thousand, and then it sold uh, for four sixty. You're like, wait a minute, why? Well, how, how did it get from four hundred to four sixty? Well, because there was eight people who wanted to bid on it, and they really wanted the house, and it went way over asking price. That's how free agency works in baseball, too.
Mm -hmm. Exactly how it works. It's how much is he worth to you? And as we are finding out, the answer is a lot. As the calls continue to stack up to discuss Shohei Otani and any potential Red Sox interest as we approach the All-Star break, the Midsummer's Classic. Are you buying or selling on these socks as well? We'll reset all the topics. I promise we'll get in some of those last Patriots points as well. And then Andy and I will play a little game we like to call Make Your Case, where we'll throw up 1235. Then it's the Mass Mutual Red Sox pregame show. Sox A's to close out the first half of the season. 135 from America's most beloved ballpark. Fenway here on the Shaw's Red Sox Radio Network, WEEI. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.